Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Impossible Until Possible by Ryan Luke. Today I want to talk about um, buy to service accommodation. It's a very, very powerful strategy and uh, something that I've put into play since day one really um, through investor money and my own money as cash flow built up throughout the business and I want to kind of dive into it because rent to rent is a great strategy for getting started but ultimately you want to be you know buying assets and uh, you make more money you know there's more profit margins in it so before we dive in as always this episode is sponsored by IPRAC and the Luke States Academy if you haven't checked those out then jump into the show notes and you'll find all the details so what is buy to SA? Well, effectively, you're buying a property to run it as a serviced apartment, serviced house, uh, multi-unit block, however you're, whatever you're buying. But in the main, I think the best strategy uh, for the majority of people is sort of buying, you know, single residential homes. I've had a lot of success from four, five, six bed houses on this strategy. Um, I focus more on buying the bigger stuff now. I did obviously buy littler stuff at the beginning, you know, your sort of two bed apartments, um, two bed. We have this thing in in Newcastle called Tyneside Flats where uh, they're effectively a terraced house knocked into two flats and you don't have any real sort of leasehold restrictions so it's unlike you know your new apartment blocks where you know you've got to be careful whether you know you can and can't do it um, whether the management company that come into play will allow service accommodation and I think these type of buildings whilst they might say you can do it originally uh, they could change their minds later on so whenever you're buying a leasehold be very careful uh, to you know especially if you're buying it with the uh, idea of doing service accommodation because that could change uh, but for me uh, the Tyneside um, flats worked quite well but I do focus on, on the biggest stuff now. So effectively, you know, it's just the, the sort of buy, refurbish, refinance, rent strategy. But instead of renting it to tenants, we're obviously then running it as short-term rentals. So, uh, you know, you're looking for a property that in an ideal world needs a cosmetic upgrade. I think one of the bigger mistakes I've made is trying to do um, too much stuff, you know, extensions and, you know, knocking things through and um, a bit more kind of mini development type stuff. And it just takes so much longer. And, you know, by the time you've invested and then refinanced back off, you know, you can be looking at, you know, nine to 12 months these days. So, the strategy that worked very well for me was simple cosmetic upgrades, you know, buying a property that, um, you know, I say this quite often, looks like my granny's house when I was a kid. So, you know, old kitchens, green carpets, uh, brown bathrooms, that sort of stuff. And, you know, all you got to do is, you know, new bathroom, new kitchen, carpets, decoration, and um, and you can get some serious uplift on these properties. So you don't have to be finding, you know, total wrecks to make this strategy work, but you've got to be buying them right, you know, at a discounted rate. You've got to be fast factoring in what your bill costs are ideally you don't really want to be spending much more than probably 20 grand on the refurb um, if you're spending more than that then it's probably too big of a development however again every project has its own merit and you know by spending more sometimes obviously you can make more you can create more development profit but for me um, the lessons I've learned from you know kind of doing the the cosmetic upgrade stuff and the sort of mini development stuff is just time you know it happens so much quicker therefore you get it cash flowing a lot quicker and ultimately you make more money so um, so that's kind of the, the method that I like and, and that I stick to and um, I think you know 
this strategy can um, can work very well and you can move at pace. You know, you can spin, you know, a pot of money through many, many, many houses without having to, you know, keep reinvesting. And, um, you know, investors that you work with, once you've built a trust with them, they, you know, you can use them rather than using your bridging sort of companies and, and bank finance. You can actually use private investors because, one, you can give them the security of the title whilst the build's going on. So you can use their money to purchase the property um, and pay for possibly even the development work as well, depending on what your agreement is. And then, you know, once you refinance, as long as you've got your numbers right, then you'll be able to pay them back their loan amount and ultimately then go on to another deal, which typically they'll probably want to do with yourself again. Because once you've got their money in play and you're paying them a monthly interest, then uh, and then you return that, that funds in full after, you know, project number one, typically they ask what's next. And it's a good strategy because they're obviously haven't got the experience probably haven't got the time and you know don't know what they're doing on the property front but if you do then obviously you can put that to them and then they're getting a return on their money that they may have set sat in the bank doing nothing so it's uh it's a great strategy and, and something that i've you know deployed uh, over and over and over again and still continue to you know do um a lot more of it uh, last year was tough for buying below market value properties but you know there are some good opportunities started to come back on the market in the last six months and um you know starting to pick some good stuff up so it's um it is a good strategy and I think the the added beauty for us is obviously we then tag on the service accommodation element which is about you know three times more net profit per month than if you were to run them as a, a short-term um, tenancy on an AST so you know you've got we make money out of renting a property and spinning it on uh, our strategy and this time you're now just paying the mortgage rather than the rent so obviously the mortgage is going to be a lot cheaper all the other bills are exactly the same as a rent to rent you know your utilities your taxes um all that sort of stuff but you know the increased profit comes from obviously the difference between you know paying a mortgage versus paying um a rent to a landlord so it's um it's a great way to add you know uh you know so some of our properties will do you know two and a half to sort of three and a half net profit a month and um you know it's it's you don't need many of them to start you know making some some great uh, money on it on an annual basis uh, so i would be um you know focusing on this and a lot of people think oh well i can't get into it until i've got loads of cash well you know i didn't have any cash at the beginning you know i started with three grand and a credit card and you know i just sold the idea to a couple of investors and you know they backed my first project and then i i did the the whole brr in usa on that one and then i did another one and another one and then as i had more and more experience i could go to more and more people that i knew had money um or people were actually reaching out to me due to the social media that i was putting out and asking how they can get involved and now i've got you know quite a decent pool of investors who I can, you know, knock on their door at any time when I've got a decent deal and they know confidently they can invest because they'll get a return on their money and they'll also get their money back at the end of it. But they've also got the security with, you know, the title deed uh, during the build project as well, should anything go wrong with your, you know, your build or your numbers or, or whatever. I think the only side note is not every deal is going to bring out, you know, 100% uh, return with no money left in. So you do need to have a discussion, uh, if you are going to down the investor route with the investor to say, okay, well, if X amount gets left in, how do I get that back to you if you haven't got the liquid capital? Now, run that as a short-term rental, you're obviously going to have quite increased cash flow from day one. So it could just be a case that, you know, maybe you pay them back 
um, a bit, a bit of the, you know, the net profit or all of the net profit for the first, you know, however many months until it's fully paid back. Um, but, you know, you should be left with a nice property with, a, you know, 25% equity in it from day one. And, and then obviously it's going to cash flow very well uh, ongoing from there. So it's um, it's a much slow process from rent to rent. And, you know, I, I like mixing the two strategies together because, you know, rent to rent can get some quick cash flow in the door, albeit smaller amounts uh, than obviously the buy to SA type strategy. But, you know, you mix the two, you know, side by side, you get the developments done and then you get them live and you kick on. And it's, uh, it's you know, I'm a big advocate of the strategy and I would I would ask, um, I would encourage, sorry, as many of you as can to, to start reaching out and, um, you know, finding these developments, uh, finding these, these, you know, rundown properties. There'll be plenty in your areas. And then obviously just working the numbers backwards. So, okay, how, what's the uplift value? What do I need to buy it at? How much do I need to borrow? How much is the refurb cost going to be? And ultimately, how much money is going to get left in the deal? And then what do I do from that point forward? And then, you know, working out the net profit is no different to working out a rent-to-rent deal. But apart from your rent going in the sort of cost line, then obviously you've got a mortgage. Again, rates are, you know, changing all the time at the minute. Um, but, you know, anywhere from sort of 5 to 7% at the time of recording this um on you know some good service accommodation products and there's a lot more lenders out there now who do want to get involved in this market so you know a lot of investors are obviously going into the short-term rental game so there are a lot more lenders coming into the game as well to facilitate that need and provide the mortgages um that you you will need you know you want to get a service accommodation specific short-term rental type mortgage you know that they understand how the business works they will still um you know there's you can get you know commercial uh, borrowing once you've got two years worth of trading history but i don't really think you know I'd, i haven't done that yet because i think you'll over leverage the house and if you ever do want to sell the house then it'll probably be um, too expensive for someone to buy on a residential basis um but you know Initially as well, with no trading history on the property, they will just value it as a bricks and mortar valuation, the same as buying a residential unit, because ultimately if they were, you know, they always look at their risk. So if they were to sell that property, you know, what what's the going rate in the market for the property? So um, that's, you know, that's how you do it. And um, and that's, you know, a, a really good strategy that I would, you know, encourage all of you to to really get stuck into um, and you know as always if you don't have the full knowledge on this um, you know I've got many ways that we can you know get you involved and you know, some, something we work with the franchisees with obviously uh, the one-to-one sort of coaching with clients you know just reach out hit me up on DM on any of the social medias and I'll be more than happy to you know look to see how we can help one another move forward um, because there's plenty of property you know I can't buy it all and you know if I can help people you know move forward in this game then you know that's exactly why I do the podcast and that's why I do a lot of the stuff that I do so thank you for listening as always um please 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 subscribe it does help the algorithms and share it with all your friends and family and we'll be back on the next episode soon